0: Hi there, welcome to the IFM Podcast. In the third episode, I will talk about my feedback for your week 5 and week 6 weekly forum participation. And on week 5, I ask you to compare inflation parity and interest rate parity and to decide which of these two parity conditions are better. Uh, to forecast exchange rate movements, taking into account these uncertainties that arise due to the pandemic. So some of you would say that, okay, inflation is a better representation of market force. That's why inflation can forecast exchange rate movements. And some of you would say, no, uh, in- interest rate is a better representation of market mechanisms. And that will have some expected components of where a country economy is heading. And therefore, interest rate w- would be a better indicator to forecast exchange rate movements and obviously there will exist the third group that would say why wh- why do we need to select the one best why can't we use them both uh, so that these two parities can complement each other and that will lead us to have a better quality forecast and i'm of the third group actually uh, i'm of the view why why would we need to select the best um, let's just complement these two techniques to come up with a better position in forecasting exchange rate movements. I will tell you how I would uh, do this complementing thing. Uh, but before I go there, let me present the three things or the three factors that you need to consider when uh, forecasting exchange rate movements uh, in this uncertain time. So, I mean, besides giving the feedback, I'm, I'm also hoping that these uh, three factors would help you to start with your assignment. So the first factor is you need to focus on the two forces that can have significant impact on exchange rate movements. So those two forces uh, include one is the international trade. Uh, and this is the reflection of inflation differentials as we uh, studied in the unit. And the second force, that will be the investment flow. So investment flow in international trade, that will determine the demand and supply of a country currency. And therefore, these two forces would have a better chance of explaining exchange rate movements. All right. So once we identify the forces, we come to the second factor. Uh, You know, how can you observe uh, these uh, expected inflation and expected interest rates? So obviously, you should be focusing on the expected figures rather than historical figures. So you need to see or you need to read the trend of the where, where the inflation figures are going, where the interest rate figures are going. So interest rate is a bit easier to quantify. It, it is a bit easier to observe because the central bank of each country will, will provide a direction on whether they are of the view increase, of increasing the interest rate or decreasing the interest rate. Whereas for inflation, it's a bit tricky because inflation is not something that you can instantaneously measure. Uh, there should be some lag in between the policy and how that policy will translate into inflation chains. But the way to see this is you need to see what are the policy brief that the country is issuing. So which of the factor that the, a particular country is more concerned about? Is it to address the interest rate uh, so that the economy can uh, recuperate faster? Or is it uh, a bit of um, ways to control inflation, rather, by providing incentives for businesses to operate? Okay, So by focusing on the policy brief, then you can see how the expected inflation as well as expected interest rate would evolve uh, during this uncertain period. And one way to do it is to reading the policy brief or some market sentiments or what are the hints that the policymakers are throwing to the market players. But then again, at the end of the day, a uh, policy brief may worth nothing it, that actions would count more rather than words uh, what are the interventions or what are the uh, policy that has been released um, in response to this uncertainty? okay so the last factor is what are the general movements of interest rate and inflation during this uncertain period so it seems to me that when 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 reading the news that uh, all countries around the world um, actually responding the same way as they they would respond during the monetary crisis whereby you would see majority of countries will cut down their uh, reference interest rate and they they are exposed to the high inflation problems so why lower interest rate if, if the central bank lower interest rate they will encourage the business to grow uh, that will encourage business to borrow money um, to to enhance its operations and and yeah to grow to draw to grow the economy and why high inflation and this is quite dangerous because this high inflation is mainly uh, mainly due to the cost plus inflation because the economy of a country doesn't operate uh, to its optimal capacity. Uh, raw materials actually quite scarce because of this uh, operating under optimal capacity. And that will actually increase the inflation and the, the money worth becoming less compared to goods. And, you know, th- these two situations are are not uh, really helping for a country uh, to recover from this uncertain period. Uh, usually to address this High inflation uh, countries will provide moral suasion for their citizens to buy local product so that they will maintain or they will be able to manage the inflation figure and doesn't harm the currency. So then again, this will go hand in hand with the second factor. You need to see which of these two policies, whether the interest rate or inflation, uh, that a country uh, in particular that you're researching uh, would be focusing more and seems to address more, then you would see how or how the market respond and therefore make a better forecast. So, uh, how would I? combine these two parity condition so i think for me i would see the interest rate policy first uh, because the central bank need to take care of this interest rate uh, level immediately and you would see how 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 the country would come up with follow-up policies whether the you know the supporting incentives were given for business to actually flourish uh, or whether there will be some incentives given for business to keep their employees so that uh, the inflation wouldn't be so bad and creating social issues Okay, and lastly, obviously, I would I would like to see what are the inflation figures, whether the inflation figures really follow the interest rate policy. And therefore, we can see if the two policies actually go hand in hand and quite effective. And that would only mean one thing. The currency will start to pick up its exchange rate competitiveness. Okay, so I mean, if if I'm doing a forecast, I would I would do that, uh, especially in these uncertain times, you kind of have to keep track of the current situation. So for the week six participation I asked you to compare which instruments uh, between options and futures that speculators should use. Um, Yeah you kind of, I mean majority of if not all um, hits the nail on the head. Uh, So options would offer flexibility and it is a good position to take if the underlying currency is quite volatile or if you don't have a uh, you know solid view on uh, where where the currency would move uh but beside flexibility uh on pro, on giving you protection uh you know you, you can get more protection or uh, less protection uh, by designing multiple uh, option positions so we're talking about a more advanced option positions when you're buying selling options on a on the same currency or you're taking, uh, you know, the different uh, contracts uh, within the same option type, and that will actually create a bit more flexibility. So the flexibility here is not only to give you protection, but, you know, the level of protection can vary once you move into a more advanced option position. And just to remind you that for options, there exists over-the-counter options as well as exchange-traded option. So for exchange-traded options, then liquidity may not be often a big issue there. Okay, so uh, going going to the futures position, uh, you well, yeah, you are, you guys are correct. If you have more certainty, then you would go with futures position. Um, I mean, there there would be. I mean, there there's still flexibilities as well. I mean, you can cut your loss early by reversing a position. But then again, the futures market actually uh, it is liquid, but it's actually more competitive as well. Um, in my research, I have found out that. Uh, price discovery or the process of translation uh, from information into price uh, that will be quicker in the futures market and we have big market players there so if you don't know what you're doing most likely you will lose money so if you're more certain then you probably want to go with futures if you are less certain then you should go with options and options actually give you more flexibility of designing more advanced position okay so i hope this uh, feedback is useful and yeah uh, let me know if you want me to cover anything else yeah i'll see you around take care stay healthy stay safe and bye-bye